Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, report were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Midweek War with a side episode of Grammar Slam. This, I am Mad Mike 4883. Um, we are here to talk professional wrestling of a slicer, lesser quality known as Impact Wrestling. Uh, with me, as always, is the guy, for some reason he likes Impact. Don't hold that against him, though, when you vote in the Mayhemies for Patreon of the Year. It's Antonio Garza. Hey, Mike. Uh, yeah, I do like Impact. Who was up in ratings this week, and it's not developmental, so it has that going on for them. Oh, it kind of seems like it sometimes. Anyway. Uh, oh. Hey, at least they don't have a team call American Alpha. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, immediately, immediately. Honey. Immediately. All right, and, and with us, as always, is the American Alpha himself, Eamon Payton, the voice I'm, of Inspire Pro Wrestling. I'm the Mayhemian Alpha, which means I'm going to win the Mayhemian year first, but yeah. Um, but maybe I won't, because apparently there's no nouns in there. Um, no, actually, Mayhemian is a noun itself. Mayhemian? Mayhemian is a noun. But I said... Whatever. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about this shit show. Oh, man. It's going to be a long show. <laughs> I love it. All right. Uh, we're here to talk about Impact Pro Wrestling. Impact Wrestling. Impact Pro- <laughs> no, Impact Pro Wrestling is a company in New Zealand. They're yeah, that's, better, that's fair. They're we're much better talk- than TNA. <laughs> we're here talking about TNA. Um, all right. We're, we're going to start the way we do this. Uh, my, my one word for Impact this week is... Fuck! Garza, what's your one word? Uh, perfection. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> Eamon, what's your one word this week? Yep. <laughs> but you, it's in that. It's in that. It's in that. It's in that vocal, like, as if to say, like, "Yep, knew that was gonna happen." Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, we we all, we should have made our one word "huh" again this week. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, so my my good for this week. I'm I'm gonna start off positive as we always try to do with Impact Wrestling. There's good, there's bad, and then there's the ugly, of course. Uh, but my good this week is uh, Tyrus on the microphone. Son of a bitch! That's <laughs> my one good. Yes, <laughs> nailed great. it. That was a great promo. Sniper. I like Tyler. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Uh, yeah, Jeff Hardy comes out and cuts a promo how this night's all about Matt. Yeah, Jeff Hardy opens the show. And then Matt Hardy comes out and says, Hey, guys, I'm totally not going to turn heel tonight. Um, and Tyrus comes out and shuts both those motherfuckers down. Like, Brodus Clay never got real that much play on the microphone when he was in WWE. And Tyrus hadn't even gotten that much to do in TNA, but this promo was fucking good. Yeah, where did this come from? This was amazing. I, I don't know, but I think whatever he found that he was channeling in, he needs to 
use that more when he goes for his TNA title shot. Oh, wait. He still has it. Mm. Still has it. Yeah, sure. still has it. Sure he does. Unless they forgot. Yeah, which they they might have. But uh, yeah, but Tyrus, the promo was fantastic. It was it was probably my favorite part of the show this week. Yeah. Um, all right, Garza, what was your good this week? Uh, well, my, my good this week is actually just a combination of little things that happened throughout the show. I I, I think the the double turn was nicely crafted. Uh, starting with the with the small dissension. Or not dissension, just Matt Hardy like like playing out Jeff Hardy, so he was gonna be off of the show. Uh, all the facials that Tyrus did towards uh, EC3 during the show, uh, and I just thought it was nicely crafted. So at the end, we had the match, and and even Josh was trying to play it out like, "Hey, Matt Hardy, like you're kind of being a dick tonight." And at the end, like I was really, really excited to see when, when EC3 was like all bloody and getting up uh, just trying to defend his title. I, I thought it was a really, really nicely craft uh, double turn. Alright. Um, while, while I'll say the EC3 face turn was very well done, Matt Hardy didn't turn heel to me because Matt Hardy has been a dick. Like, when he was a face too. Yeah, that's like, the hard part about it. No, th- see, it's not. It's not a double turn to me. It's just a turn for EC3, because Matt Hardy hasn't changed his character really. Has he? Like, yes. I don't. No, I don't think he has. Because this is the guy that used his brother as a referee to win the world title in the first place and never owned up to it. A face would do that. Matt Hardy said he was the proudest of his world title win when any any face champion who would say that is a horrible dog shit face. But like that, that's the one thing that always bothered me about this. Well, spoiler alert, it was poorly planned. It was nice it was nice for what it was, but it was, you know, the it's not it's not it's not how we got it's not getting it's not I can't even speak. It's not the fact that we got there; it's how we got there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. In 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 this match, without context, it's cool. But with the context of the last few months, mm-hmm. it's that's the issue. Because because it it makes the world title tournament worthless. It makes the finals worthless. It makes all the cool stuff we saw last week having to do with EC three it kind of nullifies all of that, too, because now he's not the champion. That's okay. Is it? Yeah. Mm. Because, I mean, now that we're going to see a new face of of, of EC3, like, we're going to see a, uh, the baby face chasing the champion. I don't I'm think inter- we are. I, I'm interested if, they, if, if we are. I'm interested... Because I don't know how Babyface EC3 works. You know what I mean? Like He's burned a lot of bridges. Yeah, and he's kind of made to be a heel. Like, we love him, obviously. But that's because we're, you know, we're 
smart enough to know that, hey, this guy's being really funny. But I don't know how he works in a context where he is supposed to be the face. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And yeah, the thing I mean, is, he's not going to be a more overface than Jeff Hardy. He's not. He's he's automatically now the number two face in the company. Number three, if you count Kurt Angle. I was gonna say he'll be number one when uh when uh UK rolled around. Well, yeah, but he was the number one face when UK rolled around anyway. Well, that, you know what I'm. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Um. My good for this week, <laughs> since you took mine on on Tyrus's promo, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna do another thing about Tyrus. And it's something, another thing, I did not notice about Tyrus until watching this week's episode. Uh, his singlet. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know if you noticed it either. But on the front of it, it just says, I'm a glorious unicorn. No, I didn't notice it at all, Eamon. That's literally what it says. I don't know why it says that. But it says that. I'm, I'm okay with it. I, I saw that, I'm like, it makes no sense whatsoever, but I'm fine with it. He's Let's the see. unsung fourth member of the New Day. Yeah. But right. uh, So, Garza, did we do your good? We did your good, right? Yeah. All right. Uh, so my bad for this week. Let, let, let's, let's just get into it. The main event. The main event. Um, we talked about it a little bit already, but there are so many other ways of doing this without wasting anyone's time. Like, you could have done this in the finals of the tournament. And it honestly would have made Matt more of a heel because, like, in the promos to the tournament, he was saying how he wanted to do this the right way and everything and all that stuff. And for him to be flat out lying in all those promos about the tournament, and then to have Tyrus cost EC3 the match, that's a better story. Not really. I'm sorry, no. but no. No, I'm sorry, but I, no. No, I think that's a better story. I don't know, okay, I don't, uh, know if it's better, disagree. I don't know if it's a better story, but it saves the world title tournament. Like, I, like I'm sorry. Like, I agree with Mike in the sense that this kills that tournament. For the fact that the champion lost two weeks after. The winner of the tournament lost two weeks after to the guy who was the runner-up. It kills but, the it kills the three months or whatever they spent with that tournament. Yeah, but, I mean, my Hardy heel turn during the tournament, it's not... There's no build to it, because he was winning all his matches, and... I mean, yeah. the, 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 the fun thing about this match was that Hardy was pushed into a corner, uh, which... Force him to put the, the like not only let the career on the line, uh, force him to start like listening to Revy Sky, like go and, and talk to Tyrus, like that's that's the build to uh, the Marty the, the, the Hardy heel turn. But you could have like, done in, that anyway. You could have done that in the course of one night. I I I I, I kind of agree with Tony on that, but again, just going back to it, like. If it were me, I would have fixed this stuff at Bound for Glory. Like I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't have done what you did at Bound for Glory. Like it's just a domino effect of, you know, Bad of decision. all this stuff. Like it, yeah, 
you know, it's cool what you kind of got to, but at the end of the day, you spent four months, like, just doing everything, you know, doing all this stuff to get to this point. It's not worth the trip. It's not worth everything to get to that point. It's like when you go cross-country and you find out Wally World's closed. That That's what it is. It's like, okay, we're here. We're here. This is what we want to do. And it's like, it doesn't have the, pardon the pun, impact it should. Yeah. You know what they could have, where they could have done this whole Matt Hardy gets frustrated with himself not being able to win? Before Bound for Glory. Mm-hmm. When he was losing the EC3 constantly. Yep. And and not only does Matt Hardy not get the rub from being a guy to pin EC3, he didn't. He didn't. Exactly. EC3 is still unpinned. Yeah. Unpinned. Like, I'm sorry, when EC3 loses that streak, it needs to mean something. It needs to ma- heal Matt Hart. Like, when Austin turned heel, there was no setup for it at all. Like, I need to do this. I need to, like, that was the build. Matt Hardy was saying the same exact thing in the in the build-up in the tournament. He was saying he needs to walk out champion. He needs to right the wrongs, and he should have beaten EC3, pinned him in the center of the ring. Instead of shenanigans and a last man standing match. That was... I mean, it, but I'll it was tell just you a this. bad decision. I, I don't uh, mind the direction. I don't mind heel Matt Hardy. He's annoying as fuck, which is fine for a heel. Face EC3, we'll see how that goes. I don't have high hopes for it, but what does Tyrus do with his title shot now? He can get it later. But he's and a, you know what? If if Matt Hardy had pinned EC3 at the tournament, you'd be like blowing your gasket because they gave the pin to Matt Hardy. No, I expected yes, Matt yes, Hardy. I expected Matt Hardy to win anyway. I yeah, wanted EC3 to win. I expected Matt Hardy to win. I I outwardly expected Matt Hardy to win in the fucking bracket that they had out for TNA. I put Matt Hardy's gonna win. <laughs> I yeah, outwardly but... expected him to. I didn't want to see it, but if keep, you... keep in mind though, Tony, we were also very upset even when EC3 won because it just goes to the fact of like, what's the point of him beating Matt Hardy in the finals of a three-month-long tournament exactly. to vacate the belt? You know what I mean? Like, it built up to Matt Hardy being like cornered. I, I think you're giving because, way. I think no, but giving see, Matt Hardy cornered himself. Yeah, he cornered himself. He cornered himself by putting his own career on the line. It wasn't something EC3 demanded. But he lost. But, he, not, even, he, but not, not even the, the career thing. Like He cornered himself vacating the title in the first place. Yeah. Like, he didn't have to vacate the title. It's, it's, it's again, I'm just, just to reiterate, what resulted from the match was cool and, and interesting, but the, the point in which we got to there was not worth it. It's not worth five months of doing all that screwiness. Like, there's a, there are other... I fully think that there are other ways to achieve what we had in that match, and I think you could have achieved it before or even during Bound for Glory if you had EC3 versus Matt Hardy one-on-one, and the story was EC3 kept beating Matt Hardy, 
And Matt, which because he did, he kept mm-hmm. beating him clean. In title he matches. beat him in Full Metal Mayhem, Matt okay. Hardy's own match. And okay, so fair enough. I mean, so instead of doing was, that, the build-up was bad, they, but the, the main event's still good. But now we're it, reviewing things that happened almost a year ago or half no, a year I, ago. I understand that, and I agree that the main event was good. But the, again, the match con- again, the match content has never been an issue in TNA. When I say I didn't like, when I say I didn't like the finish, it means I don't like how we got there. The match quality is never an issue. It's TNA. They have but it, very no, talented it, athletes. That match but again, quality I mean, is never a problem. The booking of the match was good. If I think the story behind glory. If I think the story behind the match is stupid, it doesn't matter if it's the best work match I've ever seen in my life. I'm still going to look at it negatively because I think it's a stupid idea how we got there. Fair enough. I, I Okay, fair enough. No, and that's why I don't get into Ring of Honor as much because, yeah, great in-ring action. Where's the story? You know, it's like watching a Michael Bay movie. No, there's not. Lots so, of explosions. If there's no story, it's just lots of explosions. Um, so, uh, Garza, what was your bad this week? <laughs> uh, Besides our reactions to this match. Yeah, yeah, you already kind of killed my mood. Uh, I'm going to give my bad... I'm going to give my bad to the knockouts again. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, no, I can't even say the match with Compton was good. Yes, it wasn't. Uh, yeah, just the knockouts altogether. What? I, I I do not know where this is going to be. I don't, I don't I, think I, they I know, know where it's going either. I noted it in my notes. I said if this feud is to continue, what's the point of Gale winning? Yeah, yeah. Like, this has made Kong look the weakest she's ever looked since the Bellas made her cry. I'm serious. Like, uh, I do not understand pairing Kong with the with the dollhouse. It's not even pairing her with the dollhouse. It's just the case of like. Jade accidentally sent on on her, and then uh, uh, Gail pinned her, and that was it. Like that's how Kong gets beaten, mm-hmm. really. When she had four people, you know, to help her out, or excuse me, three people to help her out. Like, like it, uh, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. I would have honestly, in you know, say whatever. I would have had Kong win the title. Yeah, at least yeah. at least that's a story. That's something like. Oh no! How is Gale going to overcome the dollhouse? And you can have Gale run like a dollhouse gauntlet, and it makes the, the dollhouse get taken seriously. Yeah, you like when, I mean? like when um, Randy Orton had to fight CM Punk when CM Punk was in charge of the new Nexus. If Orton beat all the members of the new Nexus, they couldn't be ringside. You can exactly rip that off, and that would be really cool because then you'd get four decent matches, and you'd get a better story out of it. Yeah. It's just where do you go from here? Have another Gale Kong match? Yeah. There, there's no other heels unless like there's gonna be dissension and we have Gale versus Jade, but we've already seen Gale beat Jade very easily. Yeah, well, I like, I will say I like that they're giving Jade a bit more. I think I said this last week. I think I like that they're giving Jade a bit more. Um, but again, like it just. But if she know. breaks away, she's the face. That, that's a good point. Say so, yeah, I mean you're you're right on that. Like I don't know. I don't, no, it, I just don't think they have a plan. It doesn't come off like they have a plan. Well, you, you did mention that they're bringing more knockouts, so maybe there's going to mm-hmm. be something there. I hope so, because as of right now, the roster they have, their knockouts roster is so thin, 
even though it's not. Like it's just like it's, yeah. It, it, there's there was like what eight girls involved in that segment, but yeah. based off of how they're all configured, like it's because half of it is a faction. Half the division is one a, faction, and yeah. and then the rest are in another faction. Yeah, it, it's kind of like um, when the NWO was in WCW and the NWO had thirty plus guys. Like that's half your roster. Yeah, you can't have an effective any kind of feuds if half your roster is tied up in one stable. Gail, Gail's really the only one that, for the most part, is on her own. Like, she teamed with the beautiful people or whatever, but, like... And that's she's only not, because Angelina is pregnant. Yeah, she's, she's, it's not like she's in the beautiful people, but she's the only one that, like, has her... is her own character. You know what I mean? Yeah. Alrighty. Uh, Eamon, what was your bad this week? Um... um because I, I, I have a bunch of notes, but I'll get to the one that kind of stuck out for me as a bad. Um, Eli Drake and Jesse Goddards. I noted here, God, Eli and Jesse both need serious work on their mic. Like, desperate need of work e- on their Eli mic. is growing on me. Really? A little bit. I don't like his pronunciation and, and some of the things he says, but he do- he has a he has an essence to him. Like, he has something that makes me want to watch him, That's even fair. I don't necessarily like what he's saying. Eli, again, for me, Eli, it's the pronunciation thing. Jesse does not sound like he's cutting promos. He just sounds like he's just randomly talking. You know yeah, what I he's, mean? He's, he's, he's reciting. He's not even reciting. He just, like, is just saying stuff. Like, he doesn't have a, a conviction of, like, he's a character. You know what I mean? He's just... I, I think that's because he wants to be a face. But... No, I mean, I, I mean that legit because when, when he was in the bromance, when he was in the bromance, he was great. But I've even seen faces that know how to cut a promo with a certain voice about them to where it still comes off as though they're cutting a promo. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like Jesse is just like saying stuff. Like he's just saying things to fill time until beer money interrupts him. Like it's yeah, I, it was mind-numbingly bad to me. Um. That's my that's my one bad. I'll run if I if you want I can run through a few more of my notes. Uh, I don't have okay, many. We, we can hit him after the change because we might talk about some stuff oh, in our changes. That's fair. Um, my change this week. I I, I would have picked a different opponent for Kurt Angle. I I don't care about Kurt is just picking old WWE guys. <laughs> No, he, he is. Yes, but you can't. You can't use that as an argument. I mean, because they're you absolutely can. I want to see Kurt wrestle someone different. I don't like him, but I want to see Kurt wrestle Davy Richards. Yeah, I want to see Kurt wrestle DJ Z. I okay, see Kurt, okay, as much as, as much. As I, I want to see Kurt wrestle Tigray Uno. Fuck, that would be good. Yeah, yeah, that's okay, but I mean, it's not that. that doesn't make any sense. This doesn't make any sense context-wise. I'm just gonna say that. No, but like, this Kurt is Angle, like a multiple-time is... world champion, was like, I'm gonna wrestle this guy that not even TNA cares about. Like, but you know what? Story. That's exactly what it should be. That's what it should be. This shouldn't be Kurt going like, ah, oh, let's see, who who have I known for a really long time in WWE? I'll fight him one more time before I leave. I don't think he ever knew. Be first. Time ever matches. Wait, that's here's the thing. I don't I think like, I... that's the reason I liked Angle versus Galloway. Kurt should be trying to be like, let's see, 
we have the best roster in professional wrestling. And I want my farewell tour to be a bucket list of guys I've never had a one-on-one -on -one match with. But here's the thing. I don't think he's ever had a one-on-one -on -one match with Lashley. Yes, he has. He's had many. Has he? Yeah. Lashley yeah, like, referenced it in their fucking promo. I, Angle so beat, that, Lashley, sorry, Angle I beat Lashley for the TNA title last year. You're right, actually, yeah. Sorry, like, I zoned out on the promo. Yeah, like... I, <laughs> I don't blame you. It's Lashley. I, I assume Lashley speaking. I don't blame you on that. But like, I want Kurt to wrestle guys he hasn't wrestled before. Like, I, I think that should be the whole point of this farewell tour. It should be a bucket list of Kurt Angle matches. Like, guys, we want to see like Kurt Angle versus either of the Wolves. Both of them, like one then the other. Especially since Davey's stealing his finish. That could be a story. That could be something. Like, yeah. I don't. I want. I want something. I want this to mean something. And right now, going, it just does not. Going back to the going back to last week's that. Like, I feel that if we're gonna do it, you can have the match with Lashley. But I think the thing, the whole tour, or whatever, should have one ended with Galloway and should put Galloway over. Yeah, that's, that's another way to do it too. You know what I mean? You can have the match with Lashley. That's fine. But like. It just needs to put someone over in the end. And I'm sorry, like they're not going to put over Davey Richards or Eddie Edwards or as much as we love them, DJZ or, um, you know. Like, but you can do Tigre Uno. They're not going to do that, though. They don't no. give a sh Sorry, they don't give a shit about the X Division. They don't. When's, have they had a legitimate X Division match since being on pop? Oh, no. And actually, that's, and that that's six fan gonna... tag does not count. That's they're another thing the, I wanted to mention too. They're not even in the fist of fire anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I forgot about that. Does it even exist anymore? Like legitimately? Like I know Mandrews is there and DJZ and T Gray now. That's it. Oh, and, and they're Shane not Helms. even featured on the TV show. And Shane Helms. Don't forget Shane Helms. Fuck Shane Helms. <laughs> well, Andrew Everett and Trevor Lee are supposed to be there too. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> but they're. Seriously, they've been on pop for how many weeks now? No feature on the X Division. There's been no X Division title match at all, or even a number one contendership or anything. And like I'm that. saying that, that that's the closest thing is that six-man tag, and it doesn't count. And, and let's put it this way. If there was one, we clearly didn't remember it. Because I th I, part of me thinks in the back of my head there might be a Tigre Uno DJZ match. No, no. The last time they wrestled since the move to there pop is. was at the one... The one I only pay-per-view. Yeah, they were okay. The that was the pay-per-view. Okay, that, I was say I would, I knew I had seen that match somewhere, but okay, but yeah. Again, they don't care about those guys. I know, but I want this Kurt Angle tour to mean something. Like right it's, now, it doesn't. Yeah, I don't well. care. Yeah, but, that's it. That's what. It means. Then, then, then just fucking leave. If you're not gonna put anyone over on your way out, what's the point of doing? Well, it? we don't know that. Lashley doesn't need it. I, I know that, and that that I said last week that it should have been Galway, but we don't know what other matches he's gonna have. I thought I heard. I thought I saw a tweet from Dixie saying that Angle versus Lashley is the last one. I, I so if your farewell tour is two matches and one tag, in that case you have the tour. The, yeah, in that case you're gonna get lucky and he's gone. So. Yeah, whatever. See you yeah. later. Yeah, exactly. And he'll lose to Lashley too because Lashley needs the rub. Yeah. Fuck Kurt Angle. Anyway, uh,
Garth, so at least we have the American Alpha. <laughs> <laughs> now he's the American see, Hero. See, the American Alpha Kurt Angle makes sense because... Oh, shut up. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> I want to fuck with David. All right, uh, Garza, what will be your change this week? Uh, my change is... Oh, this is hard. Uh, I guess my change would go to... Okay, yeah, my change. I think that the American Wolves got taken out quite easily by Abyss and Joker Stick. I mean, Crazy Steve. <laughs> so, I was wondering what your lower third, I completely forgot uh, about that segment. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm look. I'm curious and open to the idea of a crazier Steve and Abyss, because neither guy has anything left yeah. to do. So, dark, I mean, dark, dark crazy Steve is what they needed to do, because regular mm-hmm. crazy Steve was not working. Yeah. yeah. No, so, I mean, I, I'm open to see how it goes, and I'm all for a new tag team, because we need tag teams. Again, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, uh, I hope there's an explanation to it. The, I, I, I don't care. We're going to get one, but I hope there's I, one. I hope so, too. I've read a bit of the spoilers, obviously, and I'm not going to spoil stuff, okay. um, as I mentioned before. Um, I like the way they're going with it. I'll say that, I guess, because there's more stuff to come, and I'm excited. I'll just say that. Okay. Yeah, and so I'm, I'm, my, my change, I guess, just would have been a don't take the mouse so easily. I know it's just it's a base and he's supposed to be a monster, but or or take just one guy out or something. But well, I mean, it helps that they really kind of sneak attack them. Yeah, I guess, and it does. Yeah, it, anyone can be taken out on a sneak attack. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> all right, Eamon, what will be your change this week? Uh, my change for this week, uh, we mentioned in our good like how the good great the Tyrus promo was and all that stuff. Um, I didn't get the Hardy Tyrus match. Mainly from like I get I get it in the sense that now it was supposed to injure Hardy to take him out of the picture. That makes sense. I don't. But Hardy still came out on top. Yeah, but which, which pissed I, me off. No, I think I think the whole point of that was for like I think the story is that Matt sent Tyrus after Jeff. No, I get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but I, that's the whole point. But, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if Tyrus won the match. I don't get it from a creative standpoint, but not even won the match. Hardy like got some stuff on Tyrus afterwards, didn't he? If I'm not mistaken. No. Yeah. Uh. No, I, mean, I thought I thought I thought Tyrus just left him laying. No, they went to the DQ and then I think something like something happened after the DQ, where like yeah. Hardy kind of came out on on top in a sense. You know what I mean? Oh, all right. I, I don't I, at least from what I remember, maybe I'm wrong, but I just don't understand. I mean, you did you did blank out during an entire last. Maybe year. I'm maybe I'm just yeah whatever. Um, but I, from what I remember of it, that didn't make any sense to me, especially if you know Tyrus who delivered that amazing promo, and you're building him up as you know the guy that's going to turn and be Matt Hardy's bodyguard. Why not have him you know come out? I get him being DQ'd, but you know whatever. Yeah, I mean, I'm just... Or have him actually, like, completely take out Hardy. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, they still kind of have 
I understand why they didn't like just do a, a stretcher job because you still kind of wanted that segment with Matt Hardy and Jeff Hardy like go to the hospital to like take off. <laughs> Jeff, Beth's been texting me all day. Yeah. Really, so, <laughs> so I kind of understand it, but uh, I, I agree. I I would have just gone with Tyrus injuring Jeff and just taking off. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I I put it on. I put it on now just to double check. And yeah, Jeff did get. A twist of fate in after that. Exactly. Like, what's the like, point of that? Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're because exa- I thought I remembered it a different way, but I must have just been hoping in my head. But yeah, yeah that doesn't like make he, any sense. Tyrus cuts this great promo, and he's supposed to be built as like the big bodyguard guy, but you have him getting hit with the twist of fate at the end, literally for no reason. Mm-hmm. And Pope called it a stunner, which was nice. Yeah. Um, just to run through some more of my notes. Uh, I noted uh, Josh doesn't know what titles are at stake at Feast or Fired. He said that the <laughs> X Division title was one of them, but it's not. Of course I have it. <laughs> um, to be fair, Josh should be right in that instance because what the fuck is the King of the Mountain title? I, okay, so from what I can tell, it's a belt that can be defended in regular matches, but every once in a while they'll do a King of the Mountain match. Yeah, if you're the King of the Mountain, doesn't that mean you're the champion? Depends on what mountain. <laughs> Good point. Um, well, well played. Well played. Uh, the only other thing that I noted from the one was from the knockouts match. I just said that uh, the awkward botch where like Gale had the pin, but like Kong didn't kick out because Jay didn't get on the apron soon enough. Oh, yeah. That was fucking terrible. Um, um, do we have the list of the people that are in the Feaster Fired match? Uh, I can probably name them. Uh, because I looked at that list for a long time. All right. And unless EC3 is joining that match, I don't see anyone I want having a world title shot. Well, actually, there's a few. I mean, you uh, have Galloway. You have Galloway. Um, there's someone else in there that's like heavyweight title potential. There, there's only one person that I see getting fired, though, and that is Juan Grado. I hope it's Aiden O'Shea. Well, I was going to say, it's probably going to be Aiden O'Shea. Uh, but yeah, I think Rockstar Spud's in there, Bram, Eric Young. Oh, I forgot Spud was in there. Eric Young's but, another one. But getting the world title shot, that's officially what I want. Wait, okay, that actually doesn't make any sense. Eric Young's in the Feast of Fire match, so what if he wins the King of the Mountain briefcase? Well, that, then he's... Well, then Eric Young is going to fight himself. Okay, which got, I'm fine with. Whatever. I got the list. <laughs> The, okay, the list yeah, is, it's uh, Bobby Roode, Robbie E, Aiden O'Shea, Eric Young, Bram, Jesse Goddard, Chris Melendez, Rockstar Spud, Drew Galloway, Eli Drake, Grado, and James Storm. Fuck. They brought back Chris Melendez. <laughs> I'm changing my fired pick. Oh. No, no, I'm sorry. I haven't seen him wrestle long enough to see if he's bad or not. Also, okay. This Trust pre- me, he's oh. not well. Also, this pretty much confirms. I I, I love that two names aren't in there. One, uh, Mr. Anderson. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> he's not in the match. Um, and Mahabali Shira. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Shira's done with today. Yeah, that's what that's what I'm like starting to think because I haven't heard anything. They of him. took him off of the pay per view. Yeah. Very weirdly, and I, now he's not. I think I think this whole thing was they wanted him to win the world title in India, 
And then when that Indian tour guy canceled, they're like, oh, Screw you. I guess we don't need you anymore. Yeah. The, the weird thing is that they're still supposed to have an India tour because of some kind of like negotiations. Like, they just can't cancel it. Uh, so, no, they can't cancel it. They, they, they're supposed to postpone it because otherwise it can get sued. So I'm, I'm not sure what's going to happen there. Indefinite postponement. <laughs> uh, and then the only last note I had was from the main event. It just said uh, Josh's voice kept changing during the main event. Like it was yeah. weird. Like it was his voice was changing the entire show because if you listen, all the ones where it sounds like he's in a wind tunnel, he was promoting um, uh, the easiest game easiest show ever. Game show ever, yeah. yeah. But also like during the, during the main event, especially there's one point where it was just like literally one after. You could tell it was two different tracks, and it was just one after the other, after the other, after the other. Like, it was... I talked about Ring of Honor sound problems, like, TNA's... Yeah. This was going on since last week, and, and you can tell that at yeah. some points of the show, he's losing his voice. But also, there's not, there's nothing that he said that was really anything that really needed to be posted. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, but... Like, I if mean, you, if because... you lose your voice and you get a little gravelly, like, I get it. But that, like, that's what I'm, that's what we're hearing because Pope sounds the same to me. It's just Josh who changes. Yeah, up. it's it's because they don't bring Pope in for uh, ads. Oh yeah, for for ads. But I mean, for some spots, for like spot calling, he did sound like he was losing his voice. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. I I don't. It's weird. Like it's very weird how they did it. Um, but yeah, um, that's all my notes. Okay. Um, um, so where do you guys rank Impact this week? Oh, one. Can I also note one last segment? Yeah, sure. That we can talk about. Um, I'm assuming we saw the first appearance of Raquel hmm. uh, as she tried to have sex I was with trying to, Lashley back I, I guess. I was trying to avoid that segment. She literally does not look like the girl from Top Enough. No, that, that's one thing that she may not be Raquel. But didn't she say something about? Something about pain being pleasure, and I think it was the same thing that was said in the promo. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So, um, are they doing a Fifty Shades of Lashley? Hopefully. That'd be sexy. Then you bring back Crystal. Oh! <laughs> 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 uh, can't wait for the Raquel Crystal Marshall feud. That'll be amazing. Oh, yes. Hashtag Divas Revolution. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh... Garza, where, where'd you rank Impact this week? We we know where you fucking put Yeah. Because uh, I really, really like that double turn, so it's number one for me. Okay. I mean, you know, we had problems with it, but it, it was a very well-wrestled show. I will say and that. Pepper, except Pepper, for, Parks, except, except for the knockouts match, obviously. But, yeah, I mean, you know. Eamon, how about you? Where'd you rank it this week? Uh, it's my number three. Uh, while I like the main event... I felt that none of the rest of the stuff on the show really was good enough for me to enjoy it. Like I said, didn't like the knockouts match. Didn't like Hardy Tyrus, even though I liked Tyrus going into the match. Um, didn't, didn't really love Beer Money versus Jesse and Eli. Um, yeah. Come on, Pepper Parks versus Mike Bennett. Pepper, I like Pepper Parks. and Mike. <laughs> I like Mike Bennett. It's just, I don't know, it just wasn't... He doesn't have direction yet. Yeah. Um, Impact is number two for me, kind of by default, because they don't have Steve Carino on commentary. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, the rest, the main event was a good main event. Like Matt Hardy and EC3 worked their asses off, 
I just it's all it's all the creative stuff that I have issues with, and that's not that's not the fault of Matt Hardy and EC3 unless they're the ones fucking writing it, and somehow I don't think that's the case. Uh, but yeah, so uh, Garza, where can the people find you on the internet? You can find me at DW Revolution for the tourists. You can find me at DWrestlingRevolution.com. And you can go to Patreon and sign up and look up Wrestling Making Show and support the, the group, support the podcasting. And if you become a Patreon, this time next year, you'll be nominated for a Mayhemi. Yeah, Let me tell you something. If you win a Mayhemi, you get to park in handicapped parking spots. Really? I'd like to advertise that. Yes, <laughs> you absolutely do. Um... I wouldn't mention that to police because they tend to frown on that reason. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Do not do that. Anyone who's going to mayhem me. But <laughs> even if you don't have a car, around this time next year, we have this thing called uh, Mayhem Mania. And you say, can, you, can you win a car? <laughs> <laughs> a new car! Yeah, yes, da, da, da. We're I actually going to Hotwire DJ Lunchboxes. Um, um, the uh, soapbox racer he used to get around Pittsburgh, and we're going to send it to you. Awesome, awesome. <laughs> I'll take it. Eamon, <laughs> where, where can the people of the internet find you? Uh, they can find me on Twitter at Eamon2, please, and they can also find Inspire Pro Wrestling on Twitter uh, at Inspire Pro Wrestling, hashtag American Alpha. <laughs> Do you really just hashtag American Alpha? Son of a bitch. Alright, you can find me at MadMike4883 on the Twitter machine. Uh, you can also find me doing the Total Divas wrap-up with Jen Collins, which is returned. And uh, if you want to hear more about Lucha Underground Season 2, which will be coming back next week, right here on this very program, go to WrestlingManshow.com. Check out last week's episode with Elijo de Cuerto, Krista Joseph, the co-executive producer of Lucha Underground, and... You can hear he participated in Mayhem Mania this year, and damn it if he didn't book a really good match. <laughs> but uh, so for Antonio Garza, for Raymond Payton, I'm Mad Mike in the Spin, the Mid Week War. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.